A Voice of St. Louis original podcast. Welcome into the STL All Local podcast produced by the KMOX News team. I'm Michael Calhoun. Our top local story on this Wednesday, June 7th. How might that hazardous Canadian wildfire smoke now being seen all along the East Coast affect us? So the air quality uh, has deteriorated a bit due to these Canadian wildfires and also um, due to the effect of sort of summertime heat. WashU pulmonologist Dr. Derek Byers at Barnes Jewish Hospital. Currently, our air quality is ranging between yellow and orange or from moderate risk to unhealthy for sensitive groups. The people that are most susceptible are those that have underlying respiratory um, diseases or heart uh, diseases. Also, kids, the elderly and pregnant women are impacted. He suggests staying indoors if you're at high risk and feel some effects like sinus congestion and irritated eyes. Fred Bottomer, KMOX News. St. Louis's Aldermanic president says more work needs to be done on a proposal that would ban open carry of guns in the city. Megan Green says a board bill introduced last month would ban open carry unless someone has a concealed carry permit. Green tells KMOX she wants input from Chief of Police Robert Tracy on whether the measure could be enforced. The chief had not been brought into these conversations um, until the bill had been introduced. And uh, and so it's I, I think it's really important we get him around the table. Green says while she supports the proposal in theory, more work needs to be done to ensure it could withstand legal challenges, as well as exploring whether it might unfairly target certain groups. Megan Lynch, KMOX News. The deadline for circuit courts to expunge misdemeanor marijuana convictions is tomorrow, as approved by Amendment 3 passed no- last November. 22nd Circuit Court spokesman Joel Courier says it put a massive burden on circuit clerks. Oh, well, I can't speak for other courts. I know that it's a it's, uh laborious process and they're working as fast and we are working as fast as we can to comply with the deadline. But he says there are about 21,000 cases to be expunged and they won't even come close to making the deadline. I have no idea at this point how long it's going to take. Uh, but I knew the, I do know there are thousands of cases to be looked at. However, Courier also says the St. Louis Circuit Court has yet to actually receive any requests to have a marijuana conviction expunged. The deadline for felony expungements comes late this year. Families of many transgender children are already making plans to leave Missouri. The conversations have been happening since late last year. But now with Governor Mike Parson signing two bills that take effect August 28th, it means Missouri health care providers will no longer be able to prescribe transgender treatment. Most adults will still have access to care, but Medicaid will not cover it. Trans girls and women will now be prohibited from playing on female sports teams from kindergarten to college. Promo, the LGBTQ plus advocacy group, was expecting this, but Robert Fisher says to sign these bills during Pride Month. It really shows how little the state government really cares for transgender Missourians, gender expansive Missourians, and LGBTQ plus Missourians in general. With passage of these bills, trans parents who were talking about leaving Missouri, it's now a reality. Maria Aquino, KMOX News. A decomposed body found in a junk car in Alton is now leading to charges in two separate counties for a Mexican national accused of murder. 56-year-old Odilon Villagran Gudino was extradited from Mexico and he now sits in the Madison County Jail for the 2010 stabbing death of Jose Peewee Randolfo Pagado. But now the Madison County prosecutor says they have found out that the murder actually took place in a different county, St. Clair County, so the murder case will be tried there and Godino is expected to be charged in Madison County with concealment of a homicidal death. The original missing person case, which turned into a murder case when children found the badly decomposed body in the backseat of an abandoned car, was solved by detectives with 
with the Alton Police Department. Kevin Killeen, KMOX News. A gothic red brick church in Soulard is now a water-soaked shell after Tuesday night's big fire. Roofing tiles, glass, and bricks lay on the sidewalk around the old Lucas Evangelical Lutheran Church at 13th and Gravoy. Neighbor Mike Burling lives down the street and says the smoke was everywhere. I just saw this huge plume of smoke just going overhead. Kind of noticed some, like, like, flickering lights with it. And so, I mean, I just, I came out and there were already two fire trucks on the scene. In recent years, the building was used for storage by an adjacent stonecutter's business. The cause of the fire is under investigation. Inform your decision. Election news. Wesley Bell throws his hat into the ring for U.S. Senate as a Democrat. Shortly after releasing his announcement video on social media. As a prosecutor, I've enforced the law without fear or favor. St. Louis prosecuting attorney Wesley Bell came on KMOX to explain why he decided to run. I think many of your listeners know me and know that over the course of my career, I've been in situations where the voices were loud and the problems were big, but I found ways to work with people for real change, for real progress and real solutions. And I think Washington needs more of that. When asked if he could run a campaign and his office at the same time. You know, my opponent, the current senator, was the attorney general when he ran for Senate. So we're we're able to uh, walk and chew gum. Stuart McMillan, KMOX News. His Democratic opponent, Lucas Kuntz, just announced that he's become a father today. His wife, Marilyn, gave birth to their son, Harvey Kuntz, born seven weeks early via emergency C-section in Kansas City. Also today, Kuntz announced that he has been endorsed by the Missouri AFL-CIO. U.S. Senator Josh Hawley's campaign released a statement after the announcement from Bell. It says, in part, the Democrat primary will be a competition to see which candidate can get farther to the left. The KMOX business desk. Fans of St. Louis uh, haven't had a chance to see him and you know, they're wondering what Thomas Grace is all about at his age and how much experience he has. But, I mean, he's got he's got a, a lot of gumption in that net. He made some phenomenal saves in a game in which the Blues were, they were sloppy. Multiple sources say Blues hockey TV broadcaster Darren Pang is headed to Chicago to provide color for the Blackhawks. Pang's contract with Bally Sports Midwest ended this month, but he expressed a desire to stay in St. Louis. He's currently providing analysis on TNT's Stanley Cup Finals telecasts. As the news continues on KMOX, smoke and haze from Canadian wildfires blanketing much of the U.S. East Coast and filtering into the Midwest. It's forcing Major League Baseball to postpone games in New York and Philadelphia. I'm Peter King in Syracuse, New York. The EPA has declared air levels here as hazardous. It's been that way since early this afternoon. This is an area with lots of hills, lots of valleys, but it's tough to see much of them because there is so much haze in the air. Local zoo is closed. School districts have canceled all outdoor activities for students, and everybody is watching to see what happens over the next couple of days. Peter King, CBS News, Syracuse, New York. Now, KMOX Health Editor, Fred Bottomer. Fred got an update on how that smoke is impacting the air that we breathe here in the St. Louis area when he spoke with Dr. Derek Byers, a Washington University pulmonologist at Barnes Jewish Hospital. So the air quality uh, has deteriorated a bit due to these Canadian wildfires and also um, due to the effect of sort of summertime heat. Um, Our air quality, um, based on a national air quality index, is running in the yellow to orange zone. What do those rankings mean? 
Yeah. So the air quality index uh, was uh, it's a, a standardization uh, scale. The numbers don't mean anything specifically, but it's there are basically six levels in the air quality index. And this is published by the um, Environmental Protection Agency, but there are a number of national organizations that use it, like the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, NASA, um, NOAA, and other organizations. And basically, it's a measure, a standard measure to indicate the air quality um, that people will be breathing. And so green um, has an index level of 50 or lower, and that shouldn't have much an effect on anybody. The zones sort of go like you think of stoplights. So there's a yellow zone that is um, acceptable for most, but it may be risky for some people. And then red and higher are those who are going to, uh, it may begin to impact more than just those who are most susceptible. The people that are most susceptible are those that have underlying respiratory um, diseases or or even or heart con- uh, diseases. So I'm a lung specialist. So having any kind of um, sinus um, congestion or issue with chronic allergies or sinusitis would be the first place I would think of symptoms that would have sort of irritation in the eyes or sinus um, drainage stuffiness. And then when you get into lung diseases like asthma. Um, emphysema, we also call that um, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, um, or even people who have lung cancer. Um, all of these um, diseases are people who are going to be affected most uh, by uh, poor air quality. Also, um, young uh, children, um, elderly, and pregnant women um, are also impacted. When we go outside the next couple of days, will we be seeing or smelling the smoke from Canada? We may um, smell or see it, certainly um, on the weather forecast on, on the television in the evenings. They um, show the haze or the, the red sunsets. That's a measure from the particulate matter coming from the wild smoke in the air. I don't know that the haze is as severe as it is, say, in New York City area or Maryland or other East Coast locations where um, literally the, the sky has been darkened. Um, it's very hazy and and. You know, it's difficult to, for the sun even to permeate or to make it through the, the particles in the air. So I don't think we're as severe as the East Coast areas are, but, but some may smell the smoke. Um, I personally haven't smelled it myself yet. How will we know if we're being affected by this smoke from the wildfires? What will we feel? So um, during the time of the wildfires, uh, certainly if uh, people feel like they have more shortness of breath, um, irritated eyes, um, runny nose, coughing, those would be uh, the common symptoms that one would feel from a respiratory standpoint. What advice do you have for us to deal with this? So I think for those who have um, are, at, are at the greatest risk of respiratory issues, and, and these um, uh, people probably already know when air quality gets poor, they have flares of the respiratory disease. Um, watching the air quality index or keeping uh, tabs in the air quality index can be helpful in terms of what activities they could plan for the next day. So, for example, if someone has asthma or emphysema or lung cancer or other condition that compromises their ability to breathe well, I think they should take it easy. Um, staying inside is recommended because the air is more likely to be filtered through our um, air conditioning systems. Some people may have air purifiers that may have a HEPA filter that does a good job of cleaning out these particles that come from things like um, smoke and pollen and other sort of particles that float through the air. Um, And also just being aware of their symptoms. If they worsen, obviously they they may need to seek help um, if they're severely affected by it. How long do you think we're going to experience this Canadian wildfire air in our atmosphere? 
You know, I don't know for certain. Um, it depends on when the wildfires um, die down. I mean, you know, there's only so much biomass there that um, can be burned. Um, as the fires, um, if they do spread, unfortunately, I think that um, other areas may be affected differently based upon the um, the winds that push the particle matters around. So I can't tell you how long exactly it's going to happen. Hopefully they can um, get those wildfires um, controlled so we all can breathe better. That is Dr. Derek Byers of Washington University, pulmonologist at Barnes Jewish Hospital. You can stay up to date by subscribing to STL All Local wherever you get your favorite podcasts.